Matt Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. I am. And that must mean it's uh, January 4th already? Wow. Where'd the time go? Isn't that amazing? Welcome to 2021, where everything's going to be fine now, because 2020 yep. is over. So <laughs> it's amazing, the thought process of some... Fortunately, we got 2020 out of the way. Now we're good, smooth sailing. It's fixed. <laughs> really? Oh, all right. Well, good. Also back, uh, Keith Melanac. Mm, most of me. Fresh back from COVID. Uh, the, my, uh, my voice decided to not make the trip, however. But the wonderful vid took you. Took you down hard, didn't it? Oh, without question. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So has that changed your attitude on COVID? I knew you were going to ask me that. Not yeah. in the least. I knew that you knew that yeah. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, no vaccine. And I knew that you were going to say, not in the least. <laughs> no vaccine, no masks, yeah. no change. That okay, would be good. hypocritical of me. Good. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, it knocked you on your ass, didn't it? Oh, I didn't leave the bed for two weeks. I lived like an oh. animal, Pat. Really? Like, my big accomplishment for the day was going from the bed to the shower. Wow. Back to the bed. Good night. Oh, I slept. Oh, was oh. it just fatigue, or were you? Uh, it was so weird because that's how it started. It started as just fatigue. Yeah, and then that was the flu. Uh-huh. Remember that? Yeah. And then that was like a week. And then I remember feeling well enough to. I was texting with Jeffy in the hospital, and I think it was like a Tuesday night, and I was thinking, okay, I'm this is. I'm getting some strength back here. You know, this is good. You know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. up for more than five minutes at a time here. Yay! And then I started coughing, mm-hmm. the vomit, and it was. Oh, you threw up! Oh, constantly, man. I got ab workouts. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah, it was good. So that's when I went in and got the COVID test. That was positive, and and mm-hmm. I then I was completely out after that. So. In the so, voice, like I said, I feel fine. Yeah. And I know the important thing for you that you want to know is I have tested negative since I've tested positive. <laughs> okay. That, that is an important thing for me, actually. Yeah. Because I don't, uh, I really you don't, don't want, want it? it. I really, really don't. Really? Yeah, I really don't. Oh, but it's a blast. But yeah. Seriously, it seemed it's like it was for you. Everyone so the differently. Only person I know who got it and it like really put you out. Yeah. Because Stu didn't, uh, Glenn never got it. Uh, Tanya, his wife, had it, but she wasn't that sick. Uh, and then some people at church that I know that mm-hmm. got it and were just kind of, eh. Carrie lost her taste and her smell, right? Did you do that? Yeah. Uh, Did no, that happen not, to you? Just a little bit here really? and there, but nothing major. Hmm. Um, I think the most intense was when I looked at my hands one night and they were like a little bit blue. I thought I was just seeing things, right? Mm-hmm. And then I just thought, okay, that's kind of weird and didn't think anything of it. And then I read a story about a kid in Britain a few days later who that's a sign that you have no oxygen going on. I had oh. no idea. I was like, oh my gosh, that happened to me one night. It's interesting. And he died. You know, the U- Oh, geez. Yeah, 13-year-old kid, the UK variant, which someone appropriately pointed out on Twitter. Wow. It's not racist to call it the UK variant, but you can't call it the China flu. Right. Anyhow, um, but yeah, it was absolutely... My 99-year-old you know, mm. great aunt... Got it and had nothing but a fever. It affects everybody differently. differently. It's unreal. That's the thing. You just never know. But it absolutely kicked my ass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's too bad. I'm I'm glad you are better. Uh, That's great. feel like a superhero now. So (laughs) did you have the fever? Just, I mean, 
it, it yeah, I had some fever and chills for just a couple of days, but it was nothing. Mm. It was it was not long lasting, and it wasn't astronomical. Yeah, number wise. Okay. It was fun, though. I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I would like to have my voice back. I mean, I understand it. I bet eventually. Many don't want that back, but... Year, year and a half. Uh, that's good. Probably probably have that right back. Right back for you. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, I yell at my kids, you know? It's been a while. Right. It must be tough to yell when your it sucks because voice I, is gone like The this. kids' rooms are mm-hmm. upstairs. I want to go mm-hmm. up there and tell them stuff or yell at them or whatever I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can't. But you can't. And then I was too tired to go up there. I bet they're real sad about that. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and then they would come out of their rooms. <laughs> it's been pathetic, man. It's sad. Uh, but uh, but again, uh, it's good that you're back because it was you were only back for one day after. Mm-hmm. Was it three weeks that you were gone or a month? <laughs> Weren't you gone for like a month? I don't know, man. November 18th is when Carrie got it. So, and then I so came November back December, 18th, what day did I come back? December you, Right 8th, before 9th, vacation. Whatever that Thursday. I came back the oh, yeah. 10th. I came right. back the 10th. The 10th. And then you were gone the next day. Yeah. And then I was. And then you were out the next week before vacation. And hip, Jeez, hip surgery. That's amazing. Obviously did not happen, delayed. obviously. Yeah. And that'll happen in February now. They're not going to mess with you when you have COVID. No. 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 Yeah, that's already been rescheduled. So we're cool. And uh, I had, of course, the the surgery yes, on my, on my head and doing? nose. Doing a lot better. I mean, it's healed up pretty well. I they, think it looks great. They got it all. Like, yeah. Went, like, do you have to go in for another biopsy at some point? Or uh, they didn't say so. So they got it all. I, I guess if something starts growing again, then I'll, then I'll go in and see. Uh, but they, yeah, they said they got it all. But what tipped you off this time? Because I don't remember anything showing up was it a splotch yeah, or something yes yeah, some, some it, it did it did like my nose especially had huh. some kind of weird I mean, granted i'm not staring at you on a regular basis at least not when i'm you're, glad to hear that Thank not you. when you're looking i'm glad to hear that to do it on the slide <laughs> but uh, that's good man i'm glad yeah so i had uh as of a week ago 10 stitches here and six stitches here so it's healed up really well since yeah then. really well seriously i do have a little makeup on it but um but it I, it has healed up really well. So good. Yeah, for anybody who didn't know, I had some cancer areas, skin cancer, uh, not melanoma, fortunately. Uh, so they just operated on it, took it out, stitched me up, and uh, and we move on. So cool. That's where we stand health wise. Uh, Jeffy, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, out of the hospital. Of course, you knew that because he came back. I think the last day before vacation. Uh, I think on the Friday before vacation. He That's was right. Here. Yeah, he was out and then he came Yeah, because he was out. He, he had a little. Another. Yet another. <laughs> this is what? The third in three years, Obviously I think. Obviously a stronger man than me. Yeah, he had. Uh, the, the first time it was the heart attack, right? The heart event, as he likes to call it. The second time it was. What was it the second it time? It was something with his heart. Yeah, something wrong. Because he thought this was going to be trip number three for them. Yeah, and then number three, uh, this turned out to be, I'm not even sure what it was. It was uh, because he first thought it was water around his heart. It turned out not to be that. Oh, it was a lung infection. It's a lung infection. So he's doing better too. So, And for the record, he and I haven't crossed paths since early November. So it wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wasn't me. Uh, All right. But I'm glad he'll be back Wednesday. Yes. Yep. Uh, we're chewing the fat on Wednesday with uh, Jeffy.
Meantime, uh, Rudy Giuliani and his big announcement that this is really going to blow up. This whole election fraud evidence is really going to blow up right after Christmas. You just wait because it's going to blow the lid off of this thing. Well, what's going to happen? What are you going to do? What's your next move? I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that. But just know that the lid is coming off this thing right after Christmas. So... Did he mean this coming Christmas? Is that what he, is that what he's talking about? Is he talking about Christmas twenty twenty one? Because maybe uh, this is the present. <laughs> this is the present that's under the tree, still in the back, and yeah. you didn't see it. And you're like, oh, oh there's another hey, one. There it yes. is. There's the evidence. Darn! I wish we would have had that nine months, ten, fifteen months ago. Now, that would have been great. Wait, now the evidence is there. It's the fact that nobody cares. That would be the well, present. He, he was supposed to do some kind of... Some more? Yeah, there was supposed to be some huge revela- revelation I right see. after Christmas. I see. And they were going to show everything they had, and they had all this all this new stuff to present to the American people, and it was, it was going to be compelling. And then nothing! And I don't understand that. How do they keep doing this to us? I'm a little pissed off, frankly, uh, at Rudy Giuliani. And uh, and the lawyer attorney Powell, I, how do you keep saying these things and then not producing anything? Uh, a little tired of it. A little mm-hmm. tired of it. Um, so here we are this week. They're they're going to uh, certify the election. Congress will certify the election. What Wednesday is it? Yeah, January sixth. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, there, there was that. There was a hearing in Georgia. Um, where they talked about Dominion and votes and stuff like that. I don't know if you want to get to that at some point. I do. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, uh, is that the one where they lost uh, because they didn't have any standing? Uh, no, that's <laughs> the one that, no. I mean, throw a dart at a wall, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. that's every case. Yeah, no standing, sorry. Yeah, no, The American people have no standing anywhere in any court of law, apparently, in this I, country. That's seriously it's crazy. The lesson we have learned. Stinking crazy. If I don't like you, you have no standing. Yeah. If I don't want, if I don't want to hear uh, your evidence, if I, if I don't want to even entertain it and rule on uh, the substance of what you're saying, I just say, yeah, I don't, you don't have any standing. That makes it pretty easy. Boy, that. that pretty yeah. easy. So many phrases from 2020. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that Jeez. we never used before. No standing, though, is one of the worst. Because how how is that possible for the lawyers of the President of the United States not to have any standing in an election where he was running for re-election? How do you not have standing there? Or, or Louis Gohmert, a Come congressman. On. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what I was referring to in Georgia was uh, they had a witness uh, up there testifying, and he actually made a revelation about Dominion machines uh, in real time. That was interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, okay, so... At this so very they... moment at a polling location right. in mm-hmm. the county, um, not only do we now have access through the devices to the poll pad, the system, but we are in. You're in. And it's not supposed to have Wi-Fi, and that's not supposed to be able to happen. So we've doc- documented oh, wow. now. It's communicating two ways in real time. It's <laughs> receiving data and sending data. Should never happen. Shouldn't be Wi-Fi. We've now documented it in real time so we can suck down the data. But that's going on right there where everybody's voting. And I just wanted to get it into the record. Uh-oh. That's Thanks. interesting. Wait, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Jones. Is it a mobile uh, precinct, or is it a... No, is it a, it's a... 
a standing building okay. that this should not happen. Right. And, and be, so they essentially in hacked way, in. But this is another yep. one in real time. Won't disclose location because every location is right, being right, right, checked. Right. But we've now confirmed that 100%. Right. Thank you. Yes, sir. Senator Beach, did you? And, and now come to Sil Beach and the Tillery. Did you have a question? I just want to make some okay, well, Senator Tillery. Thank you. Um, Thank you for your testimony. We've heard that there's three different types of machines, a scanner, a ballot marking device, and a polling pad. Right. Do you know which one it is communicating, or can you tell that? Or uh, right you? now, um, what you heard in the past was coming through the thermostat and stuff. <laughs> this is now a more direct access way, and so this is coming through the polling pad device where they're through checking the thermostat? everything. But now, you know, it only takes one Pause device for a second. three days to change. Is he talking about a Nest? I, something like that it was coming through right? the nest. I didn't see this whole thing. It was, but coming through. We've the talked about stat. these before. Yes, we have talked about the nest system from Google. By the way, uh, another innovation that's owned by Google. Uh, that's interesting. So it was they had accessed it through a, a nest system before, and now they've directly accessed it. Well, is what it sounded like. You so were they have. Um, at least they've documented three dozen cases of voting machines around the country that have been connected to the internet that were not supposed to be. Jeez. Is there more to what he had to say? Nah, or was that, that about the good. gist of that's it? That's good. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. But nobody cares. No, that's the Nobody problem. cares. CNN didn't. Are you going to see that on CNN? Absolutely nobody not. Nobody that can do I didn't do even something. see it on Fox, frankly. Nobody that can do anything about it cares. Exactly. If you can't get people to care about a U.S presidential election <laughs> what can you get them to care about I, I, it's really strange hallmarks of a banana republic wow yeah and if we don't win one of these two at least one of the two <laughs> senatorial seats in georgia tomorrow uh we're in real trouble i mean we're in trouble anyway but th i mean this would be catastrophic because you've got no means by which you can stop anything any of the extremist agenda that uh, they're going to try to push forward in the Senate uh, and the House uh, with all three branches. Whew. But yeah, and you talked Not about good. the evidence, you know, another thing that came out uh, over the week. I don't know if you want to play this video of the lady in Georgia the, the, of counting votes or running votes through a machine. Yeah. Go ahead and play that, guys, if you can. Just, I mean, this is sped up, but this lady in the back corner... Okay, look, so she puts this stack of ballots in All to right. the machine. Yeah. She did it really fast. <laughs> no, this is, yeah, this is 1924 <laughs> footage. And then Charlie Chaplin, he, he came okay. in there and he started, no. And then uh, she does it again. She she puts them all back in the machine while she looks around and checks around. Is anybody looking? Puts them right back in. She does this five times. We don't have to play all five of them. Oh, you got to be kidding. But she's looking around and stuff. She does it five times? And it, it appears it's the same freaking ballots over and over again. Does appear that way, doesn't it? I think they're all Trump votes, by the way. Yeah, no doubt. I'm sure. Yeah, that's... Especially... Yeah, that's for sure. Fulton County. It's always the, uh, <laughs> always the Republicans that are trying to pull a fast one here. Okay, so great. Uh, and nobody cares about that. Nope. That's just perfectly fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Nothing to see here. Move along, please. Yeah, move along. Okay, we will. And the fact is, we will. We will move along uh, to the inauguration of, of Joe Biden. Oh, God. I mean, here, here it is, January 4th, and they've still, uh, nothing has happened with this. And, you know, again, 
it, they got our hopes all up, right? They just they kept feeding that machine and 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 stoking those fires that hey, we've got enough here to prove and we're going to prove and he will have a second term and all of the promises and all of the all of the the claims that they had all of this mountain of evidence that they were going to show us and nothing ever nothing ever came of it now they tried to present some of this stuff in court and were thrown out because of standing so that's 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 frustrating that's not on them uh but what is on them is are things like rudy giuliani saying that this is all going to break wide open after christmas and then nothing nothing Unless you're you're still waiting, it's I mean it is after Christmas, so it could happen. But uh, we are 16 days away from inauguration, and nothing from Rudy Giuliani that we've seen so far. So, I mean I I I don't know what you're waiting for at this point, but it would be nice to show us really really soon. Uh, let me tell you about Omega XL. Uh, if you're suffering with pain in your joints, stiffness and it's brought on by inflammation, uh, like was the case with me and my elbow, and then I started taking Omega XL. They said, give it about three weeks, two to three weeks, and you'll start to feel real relief. After about one week, I started to feel real relief. After two weeks, the pain was just gone. So, uh, really fantastic. Omega XL. I can now lift things with my left arm again. This is backed by 35 years of clinical research. It attacks the inflammation and shuts it off. It's essentially an off switch for inflammation. Pain relievers, topical rubs, you can try all of that, and you probably have. And it just, a lot of it, at least for me, doesn't work. Omega XL, though, neutralizes the inflammation, and thus the pain goes away. So if you'd like to take a shot at relieving yourself of the pain, let's get you started right now. When you order one bottle of Omega XL, you get a second bottle for free. Order one, get one free. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. That's OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Or call 800-844-4888. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Then you come to some of these surveys. Uh, this is a Gallup poll that they did over over the uh, holiday season. Uh, who is America's most admired man now? For Jeffy, uh, uh, no. surprisingly, no. What? Um, no, second place. Uh, no, uh, amazingly not, uh, and that's inconceivable. I know. Uh, president, uh, former President Barack Obama, had ruled this poll for twelve years. 12 years in a row. He was America's most admired man. You know who won it this time? Donald Trump. 18% uh, for Donald Trump. Most admired man. Man. So this Mm -hmm. is a sexist poll. Yes. Okay. They'll they'll do a separate one, I'm sure, for women. But uh, for the men, Hmm. it is the president of the United States, Donald Trump. Okay. 15% voted for a Barack Obama. A whopping 6%, you'll notice that's 12 percentage points behind Donald Trump, 
uh, said that President-elect Joe Biden is America's most admired man. How does he win the presidency of the United States when he's 12 points behind in admiration of Donald Trump? Okay. I, I, I don't understand it. 18-15-6 for Joe Biden. Uh, let's see. Number four on the list was uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci at 3%. <laughs> 2%, so he, he outpolled. He's more admired than the Pope, which maybe for this Pope, maybe that makes sense. Uh, he only had 2%. 1% each for uh, Tesla chief Elon Musk. 1% for Bernie Sanders. Good gosh, you got to be kidding me. 1% for uh, Bill Gates, LeBron James, and the Dalai Lama. <laughs> By the way... Rob, Rob down the hall tells me Michelle Obama. Yes. Okay. They did do a poll for the women, too. And it was Michelle Obama, 10%. 6% for uh, Kamala Harris. So she, she pulled the exact same as Joe Biden did. 6%. Uh, 4% for Melania Trump. Why, what, what does it people have against Melania Trump? So her husband gets 18%. She gets 4%. I don't know why people don't like her so much. It's it's really strange to me. Because uh, she's married to Donald Trump? I guess so. 3% for Oprah Winfrey. Uh, 2% each for German Chancellor Angela Merkel, Hillary Clinton, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. What's the matter with people? <laughs> and Queen Elizabeth. Uh, 1% for Amy Coney Barrett. And climate change activist Greta Thunberg. <laughs> That's great. What a nightmare. Uh, so, if that means uh, anything, and, and apparently it doesn't, because at 18%, most admired, he didn't, he didn't outpoll, uh, apparently, uh, Joe Biden, at least, um, you know, yeah. if you're to believe the yeah, election sure. results. Totally sure. Yeah. Yeah. Trump, dude, dude goes from 62.9 million votes to 74.2 million. <clears throat> and loses. Okay. And loses. And that's a first, by the way. Uh-huh. I think it's the first time ever that a president, that a sitting president has increased his vote total from the first election and lost. How does that happen? Don't know. <laughs> I don't, don't think know? it does. I think it... It, it, it does involves, through cheating. It involves suitcases under the table. <laughs> yeah. It involves running ballots through machines multiple times. You're right. It, it involves, involves dead people voting. Yeah. It involves people voting in multiple locations. Uh-huh. Changing involves, votes in electronic machines. Sure. It involves fake pipe bursts and clearing out uh, poll watchers from the other side. Mm-hmm. That's how it happens. YouTube, it's have fun. It's just that easy. Yeah, have fun with this one, YouTube. <clears throat> Crazy. This is all, by the way, um, in theory. I mean. Right, sure, right. In well, theory, that's how it alleged. This is alleged. I, right. I want to be clear. Right. Sniff, sniff. <laughs> we'll still get tagged. Yeah. Uh, but that's fine. Couldn't stop. A federal judge on Friday dismissed a GOP-led lawsuit aimed at empowering Vice President Mike Pence to unilaterally overturn President-elect Joe Biden's victory, contending that the plaintiffs, <laughs> Louis Gohmert, and 11 Arizona Republicans who would have been electors for Donald Trump lacked standing to sue. <laughs> U.S. District Court Judge uh, Jeremy Kernodal, a uh, Trump appointee based in Tyler, Texas, said the suit, which was filed against Pence, 
couldn't be brought by an individual member of Congress since it alleged an injury that would apply to the entire House and Senate. I don't know. Uh, Come on. He's a member of the House. How does he not have standing? Gomert had asked the court to declare that Pence, who's constitutionally required to preside over the January 6th session of Congress to certify the results, had the sole authority to decide whether some of Biden's electoral votes should be rejected and whether alternative slates of uh, Trump votes could be introduced instead. Wow, that's a nice last-ditch effort. But Kernodal said Gilmert's argument relied on an entirely speculative circumstance. Congressman Gilmert's alleged injury requires a series of hypothetical but by no means certain events, the judge wrote. And this is, by the way, this is a Trump, again, a Trump appointee. Plaintiffs presuppose... What the vice president will do January 6th, which electoral votes the vice president will count or reject from contested states, whether a representative and a senator will object under Section 15 of the Electoral Count Act, how each member of the House and Senate will vote on any such objections, and how each state delegation in the House would potentially vote under the 12th Amendment absent a majority electoral vote. All that makes Congressman Gohmert's alleged injury too far uncertain to support standing under the Constitution. And thus, uh, it's another uh, failed attempt. Just tossed out. Bye-bye. Amazing. Just absolutely amazing. Uh, And really disappointing. And (laughs) soul-crushing. As a matter of fact, it's actually soul-crushing. Uh, 888-900-3393. So, it looks like uh, after all the failed attempts, it's, it's, it's going to be uh, President Joe Biden, who has promised now uh, to asylum seekers, starting on day one, he's going to roll back Donald Trump's restrictions. Uh, check out what he had to say about day one on immigration. Finally, we spoke about the day one challenge that we're going to need to address immediately, drawing on the skill set of the Department of Homeland Security and the Federal Emergency Management Agency. We were briefed on the steps needed to clean up the humanitarian disaster that the Trump administration has systematically created on our southern border. We will institute humane and orderly responses. Humane. That means rebuilding the capacity we need to safely and quickly process asylum seekers without creating near-term crisis in the midst of this deadly pandemic. These are hard issues, and the current administration has made them much harder by working to erode our capacity. It's going to take time to rebuild that capacity. We're going to work purposely, diligently, and responsibly to roll back Trump's restrictions starting on day one. Starting on day one. it is not as simple as throwing a switch to turn everything back on, especially amid a pandemic. We'll have to have a process to ensure everyone's health and safety, including Uh the safety of asylum seekers, hoping for a new start in the United States, free of violence and persecution. Yeah, right in the middle of a pandemic, as he mentioned. Uh, So let's just uh, roll back all the restrictions that President Trump put in place so that people can just pour into this country again. Amid a pandemic. 
that he mentioned how many three times there yeah stupid so what are you doing why why would you roll back the restrictions why would you do it and he talks about the uh the crisis that donald trump created really it was donald trump that created the caging of the of the children at the border because um the photos that were used on Twitter multiple times were actually photos uh, during the Obama-Biden administration back in 2014. Strange. Doesn't ring a bell. Hmm. Yeah, I know it doesn't. It really doesn't for the media. It doesn't for him, even though he was there overseeing the policy where they put kids in cages. And did you notice how he said you can't just flip a switch? Yeah. Well, you could yeah. if you were a judge. Because that's all Trump right. dealt with for four years. Everything he tried to do to protect the country was overturned by yeah. the flip of a switch. Yep. So here we are in the middle, as he mentioned three times, of a pandemic. And he's going to relax restrictions of the border. And if you don't think that sings to the people in Central and South America who are planning to come here anyway. And that they just are waiting for Trump. Uh, the Trump administration to end, knowing that Biden is going to open up the floodgates again and they're just going to all pour in. And we don't have any idea whether these people pouring in across our border are sick or not. Where they're going, where they're going to end up, ah, whatever. Don't worry about it. We're just going to roll back those restrictions. 888-933-93. More Pac-Ray Unleashed coming up. So 4.2 million have been vaccinated in the United States so far. They said 20 million would be by now. Ah, So 4.2 million. See, less people want it since the vaccines actually came out than thought that they would want it like six or eight months ago. And so a lot of people are reluctant to do this. They're just, they don't trust the system. They, They don't trust anything. Why not? I don't know. I really, I mean, could it be the fact that uh, we've been stabbed in the back and slapped in the face at every possible turn by the government? Hmm. Maybe. Could also be some of the reactions. Yeah, we we don't, first of all, we don't trust anybody anymore. We, We just, we, because we can't believe our eyes anymore. We don't trust the media. And we don't trust uh, our health professionals, and we don't trust the scientists, and we don't trust the government. So that's a bad combination when it comes to the government working with private industry uh, to make this happen. And I think it's pretty miraculous, but, um, but we don't trust it. And so people have also heard the reports of some people having some problems here, like really bad allergic reactions, which they said were going to happen. If you're... Uh, if you have severe allergies anyway, right? I guess some doctor, was it a doctor who had an allergy to shellfish? Yeah, we've got a had whole a severe reaction? list of them there of, of medical professionals who mm. have received the vaccine. And not reacted well. No, no. And um, the, 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 I, I saw this one story uh, while we were away that was um, talking about how we've got to market. This was... Uh, Somebody pushing the vaccines. We got to market this in a positive way. Um, we can't say that it's uh, uh, an allergic reaction or a negative reaction. You got to call it your body's response to it. 
So it's your fault. It's not the yeah. vaccine's fault. Yeah, that's great. It's, it's a that's response. a nice spin. That's a nice spin on it. Yeah, it's Shut your up. fault. It's your stupid body. It's rejecting this thing that we're trying to give it that will help it. Your dumb body did this. Yeah, your body's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this guy who had a shellfish reaction or who has shellfish allergies. Yeah, that's correct. A doctor. Do they, do they put, uh, like, maybe they have lobster? I think they do. I think they use lobster in you know, the vaccine. Lobster in the vaccine? Yeah, Lob- lobster's in the vaccine. <laughs> Why do they put lobster in the vaccine? Um, because it's delicious. <laughs> it's uh, it's absolutely delicious. Did he just throw it in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just I think they whip it up a little bit. You know, they put some lobster meat in a blender. And then uh, add it to the vaccine. That doesn't seem safe at all. <laughs> I guess not if you have a shellfish but it's yummy. allergy. But it's yummy. Huh. Yeah, and that's what they're looking... They're trying to hook people on it. And, uh, wow! Haven't been able to do it. Yeah, big pharma. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit more coming up here in a minute. First, let me tell you about these... Uh, we got some tweets here from Panther Blue. Tweets, uh, I think judges are thinking, we don't have the balls to hear your case, so you have no standing. There you go. It about sums it up. That's what we've been saying. We, it, two months ago, we said this. None of this means anything if judges won't <clears throat> hear the case. Won't, well, at the time, I think we said would would have the balls yeah. to, to to rule in these ways. Yep. Rants out loud. The biggest loser of the presidential election wasn't Trump. It was legal standing. <laughs> From Dennis Rogers, I believe all these judges are basically washing their hands of these election cases because they don't want their houses to be vandalized, like Pelosi's and McConnell's. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which uh, there's, I think that's Nancy's uh, garage right there. Yep. Uh, the two thousand dollars cancel rent. And there's a pig's head there. Uh, we want everything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's McConnell's door. Jeez. Where's my money? Where's the H in where's? I think is really what you're looking where's for. Where's my money? Where's my money? <laughs> Shows you how. That's who we're dealing with. Yeah. Then they wonder why they don't have any money. You can't even <laughs> spell where. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, let's go to Sam in Oregon. Hey, Sam, you're on the blaze. Thanks, Pat. And mm-hmm. uh, glad that Keith got over the China flu. Us too. Okay. Anyway, I, I wanted to say that the Democrats are obviously the spawn of Satan, and the Republicans <laughs> on their best day are useless. Yes. Um, I have no respect for any legislative body in this country as currently configured anywhere. And yeah. unless everyone in the House and Senate that claims to be a Republican votes against the uh, Electoral College re- result, I'll never vote for a Republican again. Um, this was a coup. And our country has been overthrown, and all mm-hmm. these guys are standing around flat-footed doing nothing about it. Yeah, uh, America needs to wake up, and uh, um, if they put the junta in on January 20th, no civil authority means anything to me ever again. These people are all complicit in an occupying force in our country, and we need to run them all off. Appreciate the call, Sam. Thanks a lot. It, you know, sadly, that's the way... Many of the 75 million Americans who voted for Donald Trump feel right now. They feel like it was an actual coup. I mean, that's why you should have at least addressed it. You could have at least entertained it. Somebody could have ruled on it. Somebody could have welcomed the evidence and and said, yeah, let's have a hearing on this. How about the U.S. Supreme Court, maybe? Yep, bring it to us. Let's look at it. 
Let's see if there's anything to this. Would that been would that have really have been so bad for the US Supreme Court to have accepted the case and to have said, "Yeah, bring us the evidence. Let's see what we have here. Let's take a look at it and let's rule on it." Do you have anything rather than just say, "Uh, no, you don't have standing, so we're not going to hear it." Oh, wait, there was a judge that, that made a ruling actually. And it was um Stacey Abrams' sister. <laughs> and she, what did she rule, I wonder? She ruled huh. that we're not going to get rid of the people that are um, registered in two different locations to vote. Oh, okay, good. So, I mean, good. I mean, you right. could just paint this broad stroke brush, Pat. No judges are ruling. Well, <laughs> Stacey Abrams' sister didn't recuse herself. She ruled. That's amazing. <sighs> Stacey Abrams' sister. We are a banana oh, republic. Oh man, it's just in in really. How many people are going to have this uh, this attitude now? This this opinion yep. that the election was completely stolen. Yep, because it was never aired out. We, we didn't have an actual hearing of the evidence, and so most of the seventy five million people who voted for Donald Trump are going to feel that way. I don't know if they'll go as far as to say it was a coup, but they will believe it was stolen. Somebody will withhold filing their taxes mm-hmm. on right. this basis. I'm right. not giving my money to an illegitimate government, mm-hmm. and we're going to have another Waco. Well, I hope not. Um, That's what I feel. But it I don't want that. Certainly could result in that. Right? Nobody it's wants gonna that. T- it's going to take somebody with that mindset <clears throat> that's heavily armed mm-hmm. and willing to fight back. Well, yeah, and it's going to get ugly. Yep. And so, please keep your head, Americans. We don't because you you didn't you didn't lance the infection and allow it to come out. <laughs> it's so that we could heal. Yeah. Instead, the infection is festering right now. Yes, it is right now, and it'll fester for the next four years and beyond that. If Democrats win again in some sort of shady way, like they did this time, every major thing that a Biden administration. Um, uh, institutes mm-hmm. is going to be defied by some major. There's going to be major issues around everything, whether it's a Supreme yes. Court justice. Yeah, it's just going to get worse. Or from a here. new tax, or a, a climate accord, or whatever. That's going to be all of the above because he'll do all of that. He'll do all of that. Keep your heads, Americans. Please. Yeah. It's really a shame. Hey, happy new year. It didn't have to be this way. You know, it just, it didn't have to be this way. Uh, 888-933-93, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, Here's a list of some of the top lies. This was from Town Hall. Some of the top lies of uh, 2020. Oh. Uh, Number one, these aren't in any actual order of which was the worst lie, but uh, the... The number one lie of uh, to- the first lie of 2020, lockdowns are worth it. <laughs> Please note the care with which I phrase the above. I'm not saying lockdowns don't work, at least temporarily. Theoretically, if every human being on the planet had somehow managed magically been able to lock themselves away for a month, then maybe the virus could have been smothered before it got a foothold. Sure, millions more would have died from the lockdowns, <laughs> but we'd have stopped COVID-19. Island nations like New Zealand and even Australia have been able to fight off the virus so far with strict containment measures and border control. 
for a while, even parts of Europe were able to stave it off. Of course, we'll all know what eventually happened in Germany, Italy, the UK, Spain, California, and countless other places that used destructive lockdowns to delay the inevitable, which is exactly what happened. Maybe a hard pill to swallow, but lockdowns aren't worth it, not even a little. Uh, the second big lie, asymptomatic asympt- spread is a major driver of COVID-19 transmission. This is one I love because they told us for how long? Uh, you might not even know you, you're sick and you'll be spreading it to the elderly and killing them dead on the spot. Yeah, uh, then it turned out, especially this latest uh, Chinese survey. Well, the Chinese can't be trusted. Not with this, anyway. They can be trusted completely when they give us the numbers of, uh, of their COVID infections. Those, those are completely accurate. And, uh, and so are their denials that the virus started there. But you can't trust them when it comes to asymptomatic spread. Uh, they have just determined, what was it? They infected, there was a thousand people infected in this uh, latest trial by the Chinese. And uh, a certain amount of people transmitted it. Not one of them came, not one of them came from an asymptomatic person. So no persons without symptoms spread it to people who didn't have the disease. And we were told over and over and over in 2020 that you can, you can spread it when you don't even know you're spreading it. Even if you don't have symptoms, you're spreading it. Well, no. Now it turns out that if you don't have symptoms, that probably means your viral load is not high enough to pass it on to anybody else. Amazing. Uh, number three, health officials should make public policy decisions. If there was ever a time when the saying, when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail, is completely apropos, it's now. Health officials may not know anything about operating a business, running a school, keeping an economy from collapsing, or preventing deaths from despair. But they sure do know, or think they know, how to stop the spread of COVID-19. Yeah, but we've seen that's just not the case. Uh, Line number four. Systemic or systematic police racism exists. Remember when a drug-addled man died while in police custody from what turned out to be a heart attack? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, leaning on his neck was still a really bad idea. And Black Lives Matter burned down the cities of um, America's major cities. Remember when uh, Rashard Brooks was shot after stealing a taser, running, and then shooting that taser back at police, and the police were charged? Remember when we were told that police were basically racist Bull Connor types just looking for people of color to take down just for the fun of it? Uh, Well, it turns out that none of these things are true. That as researcher Heather McDonald uh, showed in in a column about systemic police racism, it's a total myth and and a destructive one at that. We'll give you some of those numbers uh, coming up here in just a little while from the uh, Heather McDonald article. It's it's pretty amazing, pretty incredible proof that there's no such thing as systemic police racism. Uh, number five, the presidential election was fair and clean. <laughs> <laughs> Sh- 
Sure, not everything alleged by Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell turned out to be provable in court, at least to the satisfaction of a sitting judge. We never saw the Kraken, a baby Kraken, or even a Kraken egg. (laughs) But does anyone who voted for Trump really think no shenanigans took place whatsoever in this election? No. You may or may not agree, but my theory has always been uh, they got us with death by a thousand cuts. It was truly the perfect storm, and most of it was done well before the election. Mm-hmm. And they used the coronavirus, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, by, and that's how they pushed the mail-in stuff. The mail-in voting uh, gave them a huge advantage because it's so easy to manipulate and me- mess with that. Uh, yeah, they had the postal service. Yeah. Period. They just did. <laughs> I mean, to the point where the union came out to support Biden. And, the- I mean, that's... There's your first clue. And you have the uh, the letter carriers that testified, but didn't do anything. Yeah, and we, we, we saw so many, uh, so many anecdotal stories of... Uh, Huge piles of ballots being found in, you know, in dumpsters or in ditches, uh, and 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 then the stories of of ballots being brought in in the cover of night, three three four o'clock in the morning, and Republican poll watchers being dismissed. And I mean, there's just so many stories like that uh, that it's just going to be tough for people to. To, to get over the fact that uh, there was rampant, rampant fraud in this election. Uh, 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We also have uh, the myth of the systemic police racism to go through. The This uh, great article by Heather McDonald. Um, she talks about the actual facts. Now, these facts aren't racist. They're not not racist either they just are they're just facts and if you can't talk about facts i i I, and and yet in some cases you can't for instance if we posted this on twitter it'd probably be removed i'll bet it would be i'll bet it'd be removed we can try (laughs) uh maybe we'll do that um, but it goes th- it goes through the numbers uh, especially from 2019 the numbers for 2020 aren't completely out yet um, but we've talked about some of these. Uh, but there's more information here than we've had before about police shootings and who's being shot and why. It's pretty astounding. We'll get into that uh, coming up here in just a few minutes on Pack Ray Unleashed. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Welcome to January. Isn't it wonderful? January and Monday. So that makes it all the better. Oh, you're selling me on it. Yeah, yeah. It's even better now, right? With most of most of the football season behind us, which is also great. <laughs> well, actually, that is good for Falcons fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depending on what. I had a fantastic football season, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Uh, which ended... Of course, with the BYU victory over uh, Central Florida. Wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. No, it was not. Uh, It was a total blowout, and uh, nobody had done that to Central Florida in 10 years at least. 
Same thing that happened to Boise State. So it was a good year. And now we're going to lose all those players to the NFL draft, probably. So that's great. Uh, now the Falcons finished what? 4-12? and They did. 4-12. and Wow. Can, and, I, can I just point out that um, I know you care. Mm-hmm. But all of Deeply. their all of their big blowout losses mm-hmm. were to the top. Well, I was going to say top four. If you want to take Washington out of that, the top the top four NFC records: the teams Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. um, Seattle, New Orleans, and Green Bay kicked the Falcons' butt mm-hmm. uh, multiple times. Mm-hmm. I'd like to point out. But there was like nine one possession games that the Falcons lost. Was it nine? Yeah, it was eight or nine. I have to sit down again. Jeez, I know you care. But, I mean, that was such a frustrating year. Yeah, but, hey, we get the number four pick. Yay. That's not bad. Somebody somebody projected that it would be a BYU quarterback yeah. Zach Wilson, right? They did. They did. That uh, would surprise me. Yeah. I, I They're not going to move off Matt Ryan yet, no, right? The talk is that they don't have the money for Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. You'll find the money even if the yeah, other 20 starters are from, you know, uh, 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 an XFL team yes. roster. Yeah. Plus, Zach Wilson from BYU may not be there at the number four pick. Right. Uh, according to the talk, he might go number two to the Jets, which is uh, incredible. I wouldn't wish that. It's incredible. On yeah, I know. That's a <laughs> terrible fit for him. Uh, I'd feel real bad if he goes to the Jets because that's not, I, I don't know how that's a winning situation there. It's just, they're in a bad way and they just fired their coach so they're in complete disarray whoa whoa wait adam gase is gone yep officially yeah it happened mm-hmm. oh party time in it New York. happened yeah oh, he is the worst. yeah he was what were they two and 14 yeah two and 14 this year so in those two games not a good they year. didn't want to win <laughs> also how about uh now we're not gonna i'm not gonna give away any of the details of what actually happened uh, but the Mandalorian finale, oh. I got to tell you that to me, that was awesome. That was the best Star Wars episode since 1983. That was better than every movie after 1983. You're not kidding. That's Seriously, was a great was. way to describe it. It was fantastic. We waited 37 years <laughs> yes, for that payoff, yep. and it was. <laughs> Almost worth the wait. It was really, I mean, that was awesome. I, uh, if you haven't seen it yet and you're you're watching uh, The Mandalorian, you need to, because we need to talk about what what actually happened there. Mm. So please watch so, it. So how long do you give people? I don't it's know. Been, maybe a week now. Maybe two another and a half week. weeks, right? Yeah, it's been a while. Okay. It's been a while because it happened before Christmas, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the Friday before so Christmas. We're, like, we're literally, at the end of this week, it'll have been three weeks got to get on that yeah you need to get on it because it needs to be discussed the child stays with me <laughs> so good i sound like the mandalorian now with this voice yes right? come on yeah yeah okay. yeah it did it did thank you uh also wonder woman uh anybody see that did no. you see wonder woman 84 I, I have not is it good oh my gosh it is one of the worst pieces of garbage <laughs> i've ever seen in a major motion picture i was just told that from rob at the same time you said that. it sucked so bad oh no that i it's embarrassing i how do you go from the first one which was i thought was pretty good to this mess i mean it was an 
absolute mess. Was it a PC women's power thing? or? Uh, it, it was just bad. It wasn't even because yeah. of that, really. And it wasn't PC because the PC people are all pissed off. I'm going to tell you about one of the things that happened. So here is a little spoiler. If you're all worked up over, you know, not knowing anything about Wonder Woman 84, first of all, don't bother. But secondly, here's your warning. Uh-oh. This may contain spoilers for, <laughs> you know, the thing. Don't say we didn't warn you. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. Okay. Okay. So, okay, so Wonder Woman. Everybody 84. knows. You know from the previews that Steve. What's his name? Steve Trevor? Is that what? Yeah, Steve Trevor comes back to life somehow, right? Okay. So her boyfriend from the 40s comes back to life. He died in the first movie. So he's alive in this movie. But he comes back in the body of somebody else. So, but Diana only sees Chris Pine. You know, the the Chris Pine, Steve Trevor. Oh, really? Everybody else sees the other guy. She it, it, sees him. Is this explained as to yes, why? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, it's not not really as to why. I guess it's just because she loves him so much. Okay. That she, can, she can see his true self. So he comes back in somebody else's body. So the PC people are all pissed off about consent. How dare they have him come back in somebody else's body and take over it without that guy's permission? <laughs> and, obviously... Uh, Steve and Wonder Woman have they get they have a little get together, you know, <clears throat> in bed. Uh, so that essentially is rape of the guy whose body is occupied. They know this is a movie, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to tell them. It's a movie. Oh no, it didn't really happen, people. For one thing, uh, but for another, th- come on. Oh my. Oh, that DC man! So ridiculous! They just strike out. So ridiculous! That's all they ridiculous. do. Um, I did watch Soul, right? Is that what it's called? Soul? Oh, did you like I that? I mean, yeah, yes. Yeah. Soul is the new Pixar movie. Yeah, it was close. It's on Disney Plus. It, it, it they, it was a it was a double. It wasn't a home run. Really? Yeah. It's okay. That's unusual for Pixar. Yeah, I, I haven't asked my family what they thought about it though. I'd like to know. Um, what their thoughts were. Were you quarantined when you saw it? No, I just went no. to bed. I was like, oh. okay, cool. There's a movie. Right. <laughs> so I need to ask them because I'm curious okay. as to their thoughts. Yeah, I you mean, should find was, out. It was a cool concept, but uh, you reminded me of it when you talked about ending up in someone else's So Okay. Yeah, because that, that happens in that movie as well, right? Yeah. Oh, another spoiler. Gotta, Uh-oh. <laughs> whoop, whoop, I would whoop. actually spoil it because <laughs> never mind. Uh, all right. Got some tweets here. Uh, Chris Henderson tweets, been listening all morning and have yet to hear a station ID from the big frog. Oh no. Oh, wow. yeah. That's uh that's true. That, that's an FCC violation, sir. I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only station beyond the bandwidth of your FM radio 1099. There you go. Plus um more on trivia. We're going to have a more on trivia vote later on today. Yes. At Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yeah. Uh we'll let you pick what game, what playoff game uh we're going to feature. This weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Trisha Sanders tweets, Yay, Pat and Keith are back. My life now has purpose again. Oh, oh Happy Trisha. to provide you with that, no, Trisha. No. Uh, Patriot Princess of Dr. Stephen Avery. Uh, does the vaccine with lobster come with butter sauce? Mm. Oh, I think that's the follow-up shot. You know, you have to go yeah, for two. Yeah, that's the second shot. Yeah, where you get the lobster sauce. The butter sauce for the lobster. Uh-huh. 
From Zippy, when asked why we haven't been vaccinated, uh, should we just reply because I don't have standing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Smallmouth Bass Kurt, facts have no standing, so they don't matter. It does pretty much seem that way now, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, all right. Also, speaking of uh, the unbelievably bizarre PC crowd, um, you got to check out this video from, from Congress the other day. Representative Cleaver opening prayer for the new Congress. Uh, and check out how the uh, prayer went and, and how the prayer ended. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. We got it. Okay. A man and a woman. What? Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> uh, a man and a woman. 2021, picking up where 2020 left off. Uh, Reverend Rep. Uh, that's that, that's yeah. that's a non-gender word. Amen is a non-gendered word. Yeah, he's an ordained minister. <laughs> that's pathetic. He, does he not know it's a Latin word for so be it? It doesn't have anything to do with anybody's gender. So ridiculous. A man and a woman. That guy should be thrown out of Congress for being that butt stupid. Uh, that is unbelievable. <laughs> That is unbelievable. Amen and a woman. That doesn't even make sense. Even if you believe that amen is a gendered word, it still doesn't make sense. Oh, these people. They're going to be the death of us if we don't put a stop to it. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, a Boston doctor has had a severe allergic reaction. I think that's the one we talked about, yeah. right? With the allergy, with the... Uh, the shellfish allergy. You didn't know there was lobster in the shot. Right. That's why. That's why, of course, he had the uh, the allergic reaction he did. Then there's the nurse that test positive for COVID despite her recent vaccine. Which, that can happen. And I think they, they mentioned that if you get it between the first shot and the second shot. You have to have them both, supposedly. Oh. Right? So if you get them between the first and second shot, you're not invincible yet. Right. Okay. You're just powering up. Matthew W., a 45-year-old nurse in San Diego, received the Pfizer vaccine December 18th, told ABC News San Diego that the only vaccine side effect he experienced was arm soreness. Okay. Well, six days later, after working a shift in in the COVID unit, Matthew had chills, muscle pain, and fatigue. A drive-up hospital test confirmed he was positive for COVID-19. <laughs> but again, that's only six days after the shot, so he hadn't had a second one. And you're not, you're not fully protected. Well, then. And a lot of people are going to be surprised by that. Also, in the side effect department... Okay, we got more. Got another nurse <clears throat> who got Bell's palsy, oh. and they told us this was a possibility before they released it. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, a sad video. So a- after she got the vaccine, uh, I think she posted this. Hi, I am a registered nurse in Nashville, Tennessee, and my name is Kalila Mitchell. 
I'm reaching out to everyone about the COVID-19 vaccination. Pause it for a second. Are we seeing subtitles in Russian? Is this so? Is this released in Russia? And they're. I wonder if there is. Is this a big scary thing in Russia, and that's why this has been translated into Russian? Maybe the last place where they haven't pulled the video. Uh, it might be. That might be exactly it because they pulled the video on Twitter. They don't want people to know that a nurse got Bell's palsy after getting the vaccine. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. It just means they don't want you to know about it. Okay, Twitter is just unbelievable. All right, let's yeah, see the rest YouTube, of this. Yeah. I recently took the COVID-19 vaccination. After the shot, I felt fine. Mm-hmm. But within three days... <laughs> I went to the doctor because I had problems with my face. The whole left side of my face, actually. Oh, jeez. Um, I have Bell palsy now. And as you can see, I can't smile. Mm. I'm trying to smile. Oh. I'm just kind of embarrassed. Oh, but I just want everyone to know that I think this vaccination is... The worst thing ever. And I would not give this to anybody, even my worst enemy. Please, America, they do not care about us. Do not take this vaccination. That's heartbreaking. It sure is. Absolutely heartbreaking. Jeez. Even though they did say this is a possibility, some people had developed Bell's palsy from it. It doesn't make it any easier when somebody actually contracts it I'm from the gonna, vaccine. Jeez. It's going to power through. Because remember, Bill Gates says it's fine. It's totally fine. Well, Bill Gates. I mean, you can trust Bill Gates, right? He was asked by Nora O'Donnell if it's safe. Here's what he said. The side effects for the Moderna vaccine sound mm-hmm. concerning. We looked. After the second dose, at least 80% of participants experienced a systemic side effect, 80%. ranging from severe chills to fevers so are these vaccines safe well the uh the fda not being pressured will look hard at that the fda is the gold standard of regulators Mm -hmm. uh and their current guidance on this if they stick with that (laughs) is is very very appropriate uh and Mm -hmm. You know, the, it, the, 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 the side effects were not super severe. That is, it didn't cause permanent health problems for uh, the things that are, they, you know, Moderna did have to go with a fairly high dose. And so, uh, you know, to get the antibodies, some of the other vaccines uh, are going able to go with lower doses to get uh, responses that are, are pretty high, including the the J&J and the <laughs> Pfizer. And so there's a lot of characteristics of these vaccines. Um, it's great that we have multiple of them uh, yeah. that but are Bill, going out there. And, and yes, I you, think you know the data the better than I do. But the bill, Bill, the, the data show that everybody with a high dose had a, a side effect. Yeah, but some of that is is not dramatic where, mm. you know, it's just you know, super painful. But yes, there we need to make sure there's not severe side effects. <laughs> okay, yeah, some of that yeah. is okay. You might have your face paralyzed for three, four, or five months. Don't yeah. worry about that. Bell's palsy is probably not permanent. It'll probably only last five, six months. I'm convinced. You no know, tops. Bill just convinced me. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm going to roll up my sleeve now and maybe and, maybe a nurse can come in here right now. Let's do it. and jab Keith. So what? I mean, 
you're the salesman for this? Yeah, he, he was having a tough time. Oh, my goodness. He had a tough time explaining that away. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, but the vomiting and the severe chills and the Bell's palsy, uh, you know, facial paralysis, that, it's not permanent. Nobody wants it for a day or an hour or a minute. Okay, so you asked me. Which was fair, oh, man. if after having COVID kick my butt up and down the street and back, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I change my stance on masks or vaccines, and I said, no. emphatically, not a chance. Yeah. So after seeing some of these horror stories and reading about them, how are you on the vaccine now? Is there a temperature check on that? Yeah, probably less likely. Uh, still, I'd still consider it, though. I obviously have some health issues that are underlying, and so... I don't know how it's going to affect me, yeah. but nobody does. Sure. You didn't know it, no. it would kick your butt the way it did. No. And so... But that's just it. I mean, you're allowed to make that decision for yourself. Yeah. And, and as long as I'm allowed, I'm okay with it. And that's what we've if, said about masks and vaccines. Give us the personal choice. Yes. And then we will make it for and, ourselves. And most Americans will do it just because they want to protect themselves and others. And others. I don't care about anybody else, dude. <laughs> so... No, some. Okay, so rework the math on that calculus. (laughs) Sorry. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about keeps. If you noticed uh, your hair is not looking so full and luxurious as it once was, uh, losing your hair is no fun. Seeing it go down the drain every day is a nightmare. That's why you should try keeps, and you can check this out from the comfort of your lazy boy. You get the same doctor recommended, FDA approved hair loss treatment. But Keeps offers the generic versions, so it's going to cost you about half of what the brand names would do. And one more thing, it's all online. So all you have to do is go online, answer a few questions, snap a few pictures, and post them. And then a licensed doctor reviews your information and recommends the right hair loss treatment for you. And then they'll ship it directly to your door. So easy, so convenient. To get you started we got a special deal. Go to keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Pat for 50% off your first order. Keeps hair loss treatment. That's K-E-E-P-S, keeps dot com slash Pat. Keeps dot com slash Pat. Hey, welcome. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Colin Schnorr tweets, I've missed you guys. And right back at you. Oh, look right at that. Back at right you, to the Colin. point. Yeah. Shall not be infringed, uh, tweets. Why would Stacey Abrams' sister recuse herself? It's not like the left has to worry about being caught cheating. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, tip over and capsize. Wait, so now we're gendering non-gendered words? We really are turning over a new leaf in 2021. Hmm. Uh, from Duct Tape Freak, a man and a woman. Why not A-M-X-N? Right. Oh, what a bigot. Right. Good point. Yeah. Also, is a men, I read it was Latin. Keith just read it's Hebrew. Mm-hmm. Then I looked it up. It's also Greek. <laughs> Wait. And I think it uh, It also came from Idaho. Yeah, I think uh, it's mostly Idahoan. It went from Idahoan to Greek. Like that. that to Hebrew. That could be where it started. To Idaho? Latin, to English. Yeah. Yeah, it started in Idaho. I would not have seen that coming. I know, right? Right? But either way, it's a non-gendered word. Right. That means what? Um, It means so be it. So be it. Or or like... Or to be sure. 
something like or that. Or maybe a modern version would be like uh, True Dad, <laughs> right? True Dad, yes, is a good way to put it okay. as well. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> not a woman. No, not a woman. Because <sighs> it has nothing to do, again, with gender. What a world, man. It's just, it's crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. Doesn't make any sense, the world we live in right now. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, so, Cheryl Atkinson reported on December 24th that the CDC said more than 5,000 COVID-19 vaccine recipients have reportedly suffered uh, health impact events. So that was a week and a half ago, those numbers. 5,000 a week and a half ago. Uh, so what's the number up to now? Do we have any idea? I don't know. More than 5,000 probably. Yeah. But it's not a big deal according to Bill Gates. No, 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 because it doesn't last forever, and it didn't kill you. So that which doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So all of these chills and vomiting and brain tumors or whatever else it's given you, you know, your severe allergic reaction, uh, paralyzing your face. But you could go to the injury compensation Don't worry about it. Uh, program yeah. right, with the government. Mm-hmm. So if you have an issue, you, you- could just file the complaint with with them oh and they'll take that right up and get you fix it what are they going to do for you they're going to make you whole okay good yeah wow yeah because the government always does that right they always make you whole look what they've done during the shutdowns uh haven't they made all the businesses whole you got 600 bucks what do you want you whiny bastard i know what do you want (laughs) no there's just a story about it's basically a dead letter office uh in the federal government if really? You do file a complaint about vaccination. It's a dead letter office. Effectively, okay. I mean, there might be you might get sorry one out of a hundred cases get about ten percent of the claim or something. I, I it's Jeez. that's not the exact number, but it's just ay ay ay. Anyway, so good luck okay. with the vaccine, everybody. It's gonna fix us. Gonna get society going again. It's gonna be back to normal in yay twenty minutes. Twenty like minutes, it. we're gonna be back to normal. Good. You still got to get to this uh, story of the uh, myth of the systemic police racism. Tell you about that in just a minute. You tweets here. Uh, Richard Gooley tweets, Pat, you think you have underlying health issues now? Wait till you get the toxic cocktail of chems from the vaccine. Enjoy your lobster. <laughs> uh, from you know, It's interesting to me that uh, so many people who love Donald Trump are so concerned about the vaccine. It was his effort here that got this thing rolling that sparked the American corporations, one of them in league with the uh, German lab, uh, to get these vaccines created. This It was the money poured in by the U.S. government that got this thing rolling. So why are you so suspicious of it? I mean... Why? This is a Donald Trump adventure. Yeah. Is it not? This is what he promised, and he delivered. Okay, well, the Republicans gave us the EPA, too, right? So, I mean, it's just like... Yeah, but that wasn't Donald Trump. No, but I'm saying we opened the door to madness. Yeah, but people who... I mean, uh, Donald Trump supporters pretty much buy into everything Donald Trump does. That's fair. Except this? Why? (laughs) Uh, All right, Carl Smith tweets, uh, listening to Bill Gates talk about vaccine side effects... I was expecting to hear him say, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that, that's all he had left. Yeah, I know. That's all he had left. 
Uh, from the Steve 42, Bill Gates got all his virus experience from his really crappy Windows security. <laughs> <laughs> from Rowdy Introvert, Idaho. Home of the potato and the word amen. Amen to that. Uh, Racco tweets, so is the origin of amen and a woman going to be a new moron trivia question? Answer, Pocatello, Idaho. <laughs> I like it. Yes. As a matter of fact, yes. Uh, all right. Got this, uh, uh, the myth of the systemic police via, uh, police racism uh, from Heather McDonald, who wrote this article a few weeks ago. Uh, she writes, George Floyd's death in Minneapolis has revived the Obama-era narrative that law enforcement <clears throat> is endemically racist. On Friday, Barack Obama tweeted that for millions of black Americans... Being treated differently by the criminal justice system on account of race is tragically, painfully, maddeningly, maddeningly normal. Uh, Mr. Obama called on the police and the public to create a new normal in which bigotry no longer infects our institutions and our hearts. Not beautiful. Uh, Joe Biden released a video the same day in which he asserted that all African-Americans fear for their safety from bad police and black children must be instructed to tolerate police abuse just so they can make it home. So all of that goes on and on and on. But here are the facts. In 2019, police officers fatally shot 1,004 people. The last year for which uh, these statistics are available. 2019, they'll be coming out for 2020 shortly. But 1,004 people were shot dead by police in 2019, most of whom were armed or otherwise dangerous. Uh, African Americans were about a quarter of those killed by cops, 235, a ratio that's remained pretty stable since 2015. That share of black victims is less than what the black crime rate would predict since police shootings are a function of how often police officers encounter armed and violent suspects. <clears throat> okay, so you don't just say, well, the percentage of population of black people is only 13%, so they shouldn't be 25% of those shot. Well, if they're committing more crimes, then that raises the chance that they're going to be shot. In 2018, the last year for which such data has been published, African Americans made up 53% of known homicide offenders in the U.S. Okay? That's just a statistic. It's just a fact. It's not racist. It's not unracist. It just is. It's just fact. And they commit about 60% of robberies, though they are 13% of the population. The police fatally shot nine, we've had these statistics before, nine unarmed blacks and 19 unarmed whites in 2019, according to the Washington Post. That's down from 38 and 32, respectively, in 2015. The Post defines unarmed pretty broadly, <clears throat> but that also includes cases such as a suspect in New York, uh, Newark, New Jersey, who had a loaded handgun in his car during a police chase. In 2018, there were 7,407 black homicide victims. 7,407. Assuming a comparable number of victims last year, those nine unarmed black victims of police shootings represent 
0.1%, so one-tenth of 1% of all African Americans killed in 2019. That's amazing. By contrast, a police officer is 18 and a half times more likely to be killed by a black male than an unarmed black male is to be killed by a police officer. That's pretty staggering. 18 and a half times more likely. On Memorial Day weekend in Chicago alone last year, 10 black Americans were killed in drive-by shootings. More than the nine unarmed blacks shot by police officers in an entire year over one three-day weekend. Such routine violence has continued, uh, and then they go through uh, some of the specifics. This last year in Chicago, for the entire year, it was over 700 homicides in Chicago alone. Over 700. I think it was like 769. I mean, those are like, those are statistics from the old days, like the 80s. And 90s when uh, violent crime was just completely out of control in our major cities in new york in washington dc in chicago and then we got a handle on it and now all of a sudden they've blown the lid off of that again um so you might think that the black lives matter movement might want to look into i don't know some of those areas like violence Black-on-black violence in Chicago, for instance. You might want to take a look at that and protest that and see if you can do something about that as well. When you've got a total of nine unarmed blacks being shot in a year, as opposed to 769, uh, many of which are from drive-by shootings, uh, yeah, there's, there's a problem with your focus, I think, uh, just a little bit. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter. By the way, we were talking about vaccines a few minutes ago. <clears throat> Fewer Americans want vaccines than they did before. <clears throat> I mentioned that earlier today. Overall, 71.4% of U.S. adults surveyed between April 1st and April 14th said they were either somewhat or very likely to get a COVID-19 vaccine when it became available. Okay, what was that number again? 74.1%. Okay. Now you fast forward to the end of the year, when obviously it was a lot worse than we thought it was going to be. Now it's, yeah, and now it's time to roll up your sleeve. Mm -hmm. Time to roll up, and we actually have the vaccine. Now do you want it? Uh, 56.2%. That's almost 20% less. Almost 20% fewer Americans want it now than they did back in April. Isn't that amazing? Hmm. There's uh, Only 56.2% are still planning to get vaccinated when their turn comes. Wow. Yeah, but when's their turn going to come? You know? Like, yeah. Uh, you got one professor saying that if you're old and white, um, you need to be uh, pushed down the, the well, You need the to be list. at the end of the line, sure. right? Yeah. I mean, whiteies have always had... First dibs on everything. And, of course, it's a white guy saying this. Yeah, he's good. He's he's a fun one. How tired are you of self-loathing white people? I'm right. so sick of them. It's, it's an epidemic it is. of its own. It's an absolute epidemic, yes. It's, it's a bigger pandemic, I think, than COVID-19. 
And he's an ethics professor, so you oh. know. Oh, well, then we need to pay. Then this means something. <laughs> Not only is he an ethics professor, but he's an ethics professor in the Ivy League. Oh, well, now we really got to we gotta take what he says. At Penn. Yeah, so he's at the University of Pennsylvania. Ethics professor. Okay, what's he say? Uh, he suggests essential workers get priority over the coronavirus okay. vaccine over a sure. vulnerable senior citizens because workers are more likely uh, to be minorities. Okay. All right, for one thing. Okay, well, all right. The CDC should use its own social vulnerability index, he said, to decide how to protect older people. Say what? We're more at risk. The Social Vulnerability Index. (laughs) Oh, no. This is already off to a bad start. The index uses measures from the census, like poverty, unemployment, (coughs) disability, housing status, and education to determine which communities are most likely to feel the impact of a public health emergency. Okay. At least 18 states... 18! (laughs) ...plan to use the, the index. Oh, wow. Oh, good. Okay, then. At least 221,000 of those who died from COVID-19 were over 65, or about 80% of the total deaths. Mm-hmm. Those over the age of 85 are 630 times more likely to die from the virus than those aged 18 to uh, 29. So it definitely sounds like the elderly among us need the vaccine. Yes, except huh? and not elderly white people. Why did you do uh, that? Why did you throw that in there? Uh, because the... Professor. The ethics from, professor. The ethics professor. From Penn. From Penn. Uh, reminds us that uh, Whitey has gotten privileges their whole lives, and he's tired of it, and they shouldn't get uh, privileges here. So that's good. That's that's great. This guy's a winner. <laughs> he is. I mean, there's so many of these winners, too. What, that, uh, whiter elderly should wait for the vaccine and uh, get in the back of the line. Because they've they've already gotten privileges, had advantages yeah, all and their whole lives. I'm tired of it. What's this clown's name? Uh, I got it. I got to You do? I got to I got to find this guy. Uh, his name is um, Professor Professor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a good question. Schmidt Harold Schmidt Schmidt found him. That's the uh, Professor Schmidt. Professor Schmidt from the University of Pennsylvania. Medical ethics and health policy. Oh yeah, my! If goodness. you'd like to tweet him a hello. <laughs> yeah, he's actually on Twitter. Quite, oh, I'm sure he is. So. I'm sure he is. Also, uh, Dr. Fauci uh, was on CNN last week, and he had something to say about the COVID vaccines and Ooh. herd immunity. Here's here's what he said. Oh, wow. You acknowledged to the New York Times that you've moved the goalposts in terms of what it would Uh take to reach so-called herd immunity in the United States. Here's what you said. You said when polls said about when polls said only about half of all Americans would take a vaccine, I was saying herd immunity would take 70 to 75 percent. Then when newer surveys said Mm. 60 percent or more Mm -hmm. would take it, I thought I can nudge this up a bit. So I went to 80, 85. And then you go on to say (laughs) that it may be as high as 90 percent. So my question is, why weren't you straight with the American people about this to begin with? Wait, what? Stop the Hang on for a sec. Is that Dana Bash from CNN? (laughs) Holy cow. She actually asked Dr. Dr. St. Fauci of Decisi. Get it right, Pat. The uh, a tough question. Wow. Why weren't you straight with the American people? 
No, you're you're talking to a saint here, Dana. Right. Know your place. Wow. How dare you? How dare you ask that question? Let's see how he answers it. No, actually, Dana, I don't think it can be interpreted as being straight or not. We have to realize that we have to be humble and realize <laughs> what we don't know. These are pure estimates pure and the calculations that I made, 70, 75%. It's a range. The range, range is going to be somewhere between 70 somewhere. and 85%. The reason I first started saying 70, started. 75 I brought it up to 85. That's not a big leap to go mm-hmm. from 75 to 85. It was really based on calculations uh-huh. and pure extrapolations from measles. Measles is about 98% effective vaccine. What a the weasel COVID to fall back on measles. vaccine is about 94, 95%. 94, 95%. 90% right. of the population vaccinated Over with there. measles, you start seeing a breakthrough against the herd immunity. Community. Mm-hmm. People starting to get infected like we saw in you the saw? New York State and in <laughs> New York City with the Orthodox Jewish group uh, when we had measles man. outbreak. So I made a calculation that COVID-19, SARS-CoV-2, is not as nearly as transmissible as measles. Mm-hmm. Measles is the most transmissible infection you can imagine. Mm. So I would imagine that you would need something a little bit less than the 90%. That's where I got to the 85. But I think we all have to be honest and humble. Nobody really knows for sure. But I think 70 huh, to 85 percent really? for herd immunity for COVID-19 I, is a reasonable I estimate. I thought you were and the fact, scientists. Most of my epidemiology colleagues agree with me. Yeah, of course. Nothing is exact. I, I guess my question was about polling. It's, it seemed in that quote to suggest that you were basing your, uh, your recommendation on polling and what people could accept. Is that not what you meant? No, I mean, it, it's no, a bit of I mean, that. I want to encourage the people of the United States and <laughs> globally okay. to get vaccinated because uh-huh. as many as we possibly get vaccinated right. will get closer to herd immunity. So the bottom line is it's a guesstimate. I gave it's a range. It's a guesstimate. I gave a range. And I'm also trying to manipulate the American people, okay, over there? I'm trying to manipulate the people to get the vaccine. So that's why I use the 85, the 90%, whatever. Yeah. That's amazing. In other words, I've been lying to He's you this been lying. entire time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to. Don't call me out on it, especially I thought I was in CNN. I thought I was in a like, safe room here. Right. What happened to my little safe zone safe here? Space. I thought I was in the safety tree, Dan. Yeah. Where's the safety tree? <laughs> that's great. So, whereas Fauci is crazy. just playing with numbers for policy's sake. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Bill Gates playing with your body, effectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to have been formed differently. Uh, with the vaccine, just spitballing. Ah, it's fine. I mean, look, it's good. And- I mean, look, uh, it doesn't last forever. Oh, okay. Well, oh, then well that's fine. sign that's me fine. up. So my face might be paralyzed, but I only have to worry about it for a few months, right? It's okay. a face. <laughs> <laughs> How important is that to you? Ah, come on. Nobody sees your face. <laughs> Actually, right now they don't with all the masking going on. But uh, it's, uh, that's unbelievable. He, he just essentially admitted to lying to, um, to manipulate us. But, but that's okay. It hasn't registered a oh, bit. Not at all. Not at all. And the guy will still be revered and admired. I, I'm really surprised uh, Dana Bash actually took him to task on something. 
I mean, that was yeah. Nobody oh. does that at CNN. Oh, that was pretty awesome. Uh, over Christmas break, how it, uh, he had a birthday, and when he left work, Dr. Fauci, he got serenaded by healthcare workers. Um, no, we don't have the video for that. I'm not leading into that, but they all gathered around and sang happy birthday mm-hmm. to him. Then they they kind of got together for a photo. Where's the social distancing, man? Um, I'm, the man. hypocrisy is amazing, and and it's everywhere. It's with the you got Canada, you got seven government officials who are traveling internationally while telling everybody else to stay at home. We've seen mm-hmm. it with Dr. Burks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you get De Blasio gets to dance on New Year's Eve in Times Square. Gavin Newsom gets to go to restaurants. Gets to go to and restaurants eat it I mean, at the French he, Laundry while everybody else needs to stay home and restaurants need to remain closed. Oh, we, yeah, we've got the teachers union lady from Chicago. Um, who tweets out, we shouldn't go back until it's safe. On the same day that she's posting oh, a, yeah. a, a selfie of herself uh, sunbathing in Puerto Rico. Do we have that image? Uh, look at that. Yep, there she is. So she posts that while saying, well, we shouldn't go back until it's safe. Yeah, well, I wonder she's why. in Puerto Rico in a bikini. <laughs> Unbelievable. I can't, uh, The hypocrisy. But yet these are the people that you're listening to for direction yeah. on how to live and when to wear masks and, and when to see grandma and when to stay six feet apart and when to get yeah. a vaccine and check that into your body. These are the people that you're listening to. Got it. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. And then when you compare what's happening in in the lockdown states like New York and California, and you compare that to the freer states like Florida and mm. Texas, the results are unbelievable. The hospitalizations in uh, California compared to New York or, uh, or California compared to Florida are unbelievable. I wish I would have sent this graph in because oh, it's, yeah, I saw this. it's amazing. Yeah, the, difference. the difference between California and Florida. And then you compare California to to Florida and Texas, and the rate is still below California's by a lot. I, I mean, it's, it, it, it's just a fact that the lockdowns don't work. The lockdown doesn't do anything. Except harm to the people who are locked down. Harm in uh, lost income. Harm in lost businesses. Harm in mental health. Uh, I mean, it's it's really tragic what's going on. Our kids are really are having their childhoods robbed from them. By the way, they are. Don't don't sit on that fact. Um, whether it's school. Mm-hmm. And interacting with their friends, whether it's church, whether it's sport activities, it's just general socialization. Yep. Our children are being robbed. Well, there's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. And it's dangerous in some cases, in many cases, because their mental health is declining over this. When they can't be with their friends, you know, kids don't have the understanding and the experience to know that hey, this is going to be okay eventually. Okay, we're going to get out of this eventually. They don't think that way. They think that life is going to be like this now. They don't have the experience to realize that, you know, there's twists and turns and ups and downs in life. And if you just wait it out, you endure it for a while, it will get better. And, and people are losing their livelihoods 
over all of these horrible measures. So many businesses. So, so I mean, we're talking about the mental and the economic impacts to mm-hmm. individuals. I mean, it's also a health impact. And, and by that, I mean, because I, I remember us saying when, when they started putting these mass things, they're like, okay, you're going to breathe that back in. Okay, good luck with your lung infections, you know, years mm-hmm. from now um, by breathing in your own soot effectively. I saw a guy on Twitter who says he's been an asthmatic for 20 years, who's been wearing a mask everywhere, been doing everything they've been saying for the last eight months. And this is the first, um, he's been he's been an asthmatic his entire life, but this is the first time in 20 years that he's had an attack. Oh. And it's because of this mask and, and, and the quality of it. And by the way, uh, you have a get out of jail free card if you're an asthmatic. Remember, you just say, I'm asthmatic. I don't have to wear a mask. Although... They don't even ask, right? Do they in the in the they don't stores and the people restaurants. People do this passive aggressive under their breath yep. crap when they walk by you. Yep, and they see you're not wearing a mask. Yep. Oh no, that ruined my day. The guy just mumbled something about how I want to kill people. Okay, don't even turn around for that crap. But if you're ever called out, mm-hmm. you're an asthmatic. Okay, look at me. I'm an asthmatic. All right, or I'm identifying as a two year old. I don't have to wear a mask. Whatever it takes, man. Just be prepared to answer if you have to. But you're not going to be asked to begin with. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, tomorrow we got to get into the fact that non COVID deaths. How many of those are being attributed to COVID? Like, if you if you die of anything after a positive test, <laughs> you died from COVID. I mean, yeah. Even if you've been thrown from a speeding <laughs> car, as in this case by this uh, <laughs> Minnesota man thrown out of a speeding car and died. Yeah, but he was he was COVID positive, so he died of COVID. We'll get into that uh, coming up tomorrow on Back Grand Leash.